Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I can't stay on long, man. I can't already throw. I mean, I can't already talk. I ain't much to talk about anyway. I can't even fucking swallow hardly. Muscle ain't working in my esophagus or something. I didn't watch much of this football. I was back and forth, watch a little baseball, fucking sleeping. I didn't even look. What'd you do? I ain't done that. I looked. I ain't my score real quick. I... Let me look. Yeah, I might. I get lucky to get 150. <clears throat> I won't hit 150. What are you getting? 102 right now. Awful, man. <sighs> you at least uh-huh. doubled up your. A quarterback twice as good as his. Yeah. I got a little bit left on the table. We'll see. Yeah, I see you do. I ain't got shit left. I didn't get nothing on I got a couple of players, but I can't get 15 apiece. I'm lucky from them. He's got anybody left? Let me see. Looks like he's done. Who? No, he's got Zeke left. Yeah. Rings. He'll get 190. Beat. Damn, Jones didn't get any points? No, I can't believe that shit. Yeah, he'll have 190. Yeah. <clears throat> Hell, my whole team didn't do nothing. My bench sucked too, except for Jarvis Landry. Waller do. He's all right. 12 points. He did. He did better than what I would have played. He did better than damn Shark or Samuel. Made the right play. I ain't good enough this week. That's the way it goes. What about you? What's your bench do? Right. Robert Woods tore it up on the bench. I know. I didn't know he was not on your starting lineup. Yeah, 30 points. Yeah, done nothing up to this week. Quarterback play this week. Terrible. Does anybody have good quarterback yeah. play? Yeah. Phil Phillip Rivers, Rivers did good. good, yeah. Carson Wentz. Car- Russell Wilson was a... Mid-level, 18 and a half, almost 19. Tom Brady, negative 13 almost. Yeah, man. They stunk it up. Mahomes sucked. Well, I don't guess seven points sucks in this scoring system. It's just not good, right? That was a good ball game, man. I know it was. <clears throat> what would you call a seven-point game from Mahomes? I mean, for Mahomes, it's terrible. But for a quarterback play nowadays, it's acceptable. I mean, it's. I'll take it. Better negative. Yeah. There's only like four quarterbacks that had good games this week. 
Yeah, there aren't very many of them. Man, the Falcons suck, don't they? Yeah. I think there's only four quarterbacks with good scores this week. Psycho. He might win that game. Who? Psycho. Clem? Yeah. Yes, sir. I don't know. Manfred has Joe Mixon and Michael Thomas, Sean Williams. Sam's got a kicker and Zeke left. And Cameron Jordan. Wally's Texas star might beat Texan Bruisers. Who day nations lost? That's good for me. Hell, my division might not even have a winning record. What the fuck is wrong with Dude, my I like that man's shoe, man. I like him too. I like that guy. I do too. I think Nick Foles lost his job. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't. I don't think there's no doubt. Damn, his running backs blew up. Who? Pardews. Mm -hmm. Mm. Did you see the hit (laughs) Marcus Peters took after he had that pick six? Yeah, down at the goal line. I still seen that. Dude, that big line was fucking up. (laughs) Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I saw it. I was looking for the straight arm up in the air. No, what? Be people around it. I think it knocked him out. <laughs> What was your assessment them Cardinals, man? They got a long way to go, man. They're young. The quarterback's got a lot to learn, man. Yeah. The coach got a lot to learn. They'll, they'll be all right, man. They'll get better. Quarterback keeps fucking... Taking too many sacks, man. To won't throw the ball. Taking too big a loss is your third, second down and fucking 18 all the time. And eighth offensive line, he'll stand there for five seconds and then run around in a circle and lay on the ground. So run, the, run out of bounds instead of throwing it away. Yeah. Yeah, they got some work to do. Yeah. That whole the whole team does. Defense sucks too. The only good thing I like about the defense is number thirty three, that rookie corner, he's good shit. I watched most of that game. <laughs> I was flipping back and forth, baseball and other shit. I see they locked it up, didn't they? St. Louis yeah. Cardinals? Yeah.
Man, I don't know if I should go to the fucking doctor again tomorrow or not. I'm supposed to go to Kentucky on Tuesday or Wednesday. Can't fucking stand this shit. I, my back of my my throat, my nose, man, I can't hardly swallow my food and shit. Keeps getting stuck. It all swole up and shit? No, man, I just went into the ear, nose, and throat again. Like oh, Thursday, yeah, he right. put that thing in there again. He didn't say shit about it. And then I was, I told him my, my food's getting stuck up at the top. In the back of my throat, up top, like where you get drained, you know, where you like suck a honker out of? Yeah. If, when I swallow it, the shit gets caught up top, man. He poked that tube in there. He said, there's nothing. Bullshit. I can feel it, man. It feels swollen or something. He says there's nothing wrong. Dude got a lot of drainage and shit the last few days. That's what I was about to ask. You got drainage and shit? Yeah, the last few. Well, I've had it since fucking October. In October, when my lymph nodes and shit swelled up, I remember the girl asking me when she was doing the ultrasound, you feeling sick or? It's like, no, I just got this drainage that comes like twice a day. And it's been doing that, but the last three or four days, it's been constant, man. And the back upper part of my throat feels like something's growing up there. Like it's blocked or something. The fucking guy just poked that thing in there. Hell in June, the esophagus, the gastro doctor, put me to sleep and put a fucking tube down there all the way down to my stomach. He said, there's nothing wrong. Either the, if there's nothing wrong, then my muscles in my damn throat's starting to stop working. And that's not cool. It's like ALS, fucking MS, all kinds of shit. Parkinson's, but usually your arm will be shaking and shit first thing that for that. I don't know, man. My my throat's all fucked up. I want to go to the doctor. I want to go to the doctor and say, look, you fucking... Look down in that son of a bitch again. Take another scan or something. I don't know. Either that or maybe I'm just always sick because my immune system's low. But the doctor poking that scope says there's nothing in there. No reason for no drainage, no redness, no inflation. Perfect. I don't understand it, man. And they, it's nobody's helping. You gotta get mayo, dude. I called them and they called me yesterday morning. Well, what they say? They just want to know. Well, I told them I had Tricare. They said they said take Tricare, but I said yeah, I know, but I need a referral. I said, but I need to talk to my doctor, but. I said, I'm going to switch TRICARE Select November anyway. She said, well, we're if I, we schedule you for right now, it would be for November, December, depending on which doctor you. So then she asked me what doctor. She asked me all the shit that's going on. She wants to know what doctor I want to see. Internal medicine, gastro, or ear, nose, throat. I said, hell, I don't know. I've seen them all. To me, I don't know what the fucking problem is. It's got to be related to my legs being fucking weak. On and off. My muscles twitching in my leg. That's all got to be related. Well. Told her I'd talk to my doctor next week. And I got to go. I can't go anyway. I'm going out of town. Couldn't go nowhere. I, I don't know who the fuck to see, man. I don't. I don't. Trust this ear, nose, throat doctor as far as I can pass, man. Because you read his report. Okay, the, the report he wrote months ago, after like after he did the second scope. I, I read it the other day. He's saying in there, redness and swelling in my esophagus, so he suspects acid reflux. So he wrote me a prescription. That was back in May. He didn't tell me that when we after he scoped me. Every time he All scoped right. me, he's told me 
Absolutely, no problem. Don't take any more antibiotics. You don't need them. You ain't got no infections, no redness. But he wrote in my report I did. You know why he did that, I think? So he was able to prescribe medicine, the acid reflux meds. Because if he would wrote in there no problems, he wouldn't be, they, he couldn't legally probably do it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so then the other day, I just saw him, right, Thursday or Wednesday. He told me absolutely no problems. He said, well, send you set, set you up for a swallow barium test since you say you're having problems swallowing. Okay, so I read the report. He says, I got redness and swelling in my throat, possible from reflux. He says uh, that I'm complaining of food getting stuck down in, in this fancy word, and I looked it up on Google. It means way down in your chest. That's not what I told that guy. I told him what I just told you up in the upper back. He wrote in there some fancy word, and you look it up, it's down in your chest, man, between your tit, nipples. I don't believe the fucking guy. And then gastro, they put me to sleep and went down into my, all the way to my stomach. And they put that uh, computer chip in there. Measure acid. I don't believe that they know what the hell they're doing either. They said there's absolutely nothing wrong in there. I will go read the report. All perfect. Except the Z line's a little bit off. And then you look up the Z line in your stomach. I don't know. I don't remember what it was about. But it's not a big deal. It's, some people's just, it's off center a little bit. It's not a big deal. So my, my report was perfect. But the, they keep saying that test for the acid. You got no acid. It's not acid reflux causing the problem. There was not hardly enough acid coming up through measured on that test. Well, then you go look it up. And there's, they got this thing called uh, LPR, laryngeal reflux, where basically the acid's coming up your stomach and getting up into your larynx, your larynx, and then up yeah. into your nasal system, up into your behind your nose and shit. Well, when I mentioned that to the girl that hit the doctor's aid, she's they she said it don't even exist. She said that's made up. She said there's no such thing. And then she said, and also, even if it was, that that test we did would have measured the acid coming up past there, past where we put it. Well, I was Googling that, and I Googled that Bravo test, they call it. And I ran across this report where they somebody were, had, or some clinic had written a report that that test can't be relied on for laryngeal reflux. They tested like 400 people. And only like eight of them that actually had laryngeal reflux tested negative. I mean, tested positive. And the reason is because it takes very little amount of acid to get up into your laryngitis to screw it up. The amount that they measure on that pill or that computer chip is within allowable limits, saying you don't have reflux. But that amount going up to your larynx causes the laryngeal reflux. But she don't, she don't believe it. <laughs> so, I, so I don't know. And, you know, every time I look up, man, I'm losing my my symptoms are laryngeal reflux. But other than the fact that it doesn't happen when I eat, it's constant. Usually when you got reflux issues, when you lay down, it gets worse. Yeah. No, not for me. So I don't know whether to believe her or not. The acid medicine they give you, it didn't do nothing for me. I was taking the strongest you can get in the world. They changed it, upped it to me, and it had no effect. However, I've been reading, and if you've got L laryngeal reflux, sometimes it takes four months of taking that medicine to help. And as long as I was on it, it was like two months. Mm. But I took one the other day, and I felt like hell. It made me worse, man. Just one of them. I said, I'm going to start taking that shit again. But I can't take it again. I took it once. That made me worse. And I know you don't want to hear about all this shit, but I don't understand why. I don't know where to go, man. I don't know what to tell that lady at the Mayo who I want to see. 
Because, you know, I'm going to get up there. And then I'm going to see the, say I see the ear, nose, throat. I see him, and then he's they're going. He's going to be like, "Oh, you need to come back and go to gastro in a month." And then I go see gastro, and they're come back same same. This people said, "Oh, there's nothing. You need to come back and see ear, nose, whatever." It's going to be a circle jerk, man. Yeah, but you'll eventually find the right one there. They all talk amongst themselves there, from my from my understanding. Yeah, they have a, they they form like a board. Yeah, but I I think my the doctors I've seen have done that too. I think they've talked to each other. I know they have. I know they're not Mayo like as good as them, as best, but I know they've talked, man. And between the allergy doctor and the hematologist, I got confidence in. But this internal medicine, gastro. And ear, nose, throat, I got no confidence in them. Look, I just want to go to the doctor and say, look. And I know they can do it. So when I went to the emergency room a couple months ago, they took a MRI or CT scan on my brain. So I want to go to the emergency room fucking tomorrow and say, look, I want you to do a CT scan on my fucking, from my belly button all the way up to the top of my head. If you tell me there's nothing in there, I will never fucking come back here again. Because I don't believe it. Hard not to believe. But in their defense, March 8th, I had a, I had the scan on my neck, MRI, with contrast. They would have saw something. Correct? That's what they yeah. test for for esophagus cancer. That's what they do. And then if they see something on that, then they do go to even better and they have the gastro guy go down into you and look. I've had that done in June. So I would think if I had cancer in my esophagus, that I'd fucking know, wouldn't you? Yeah, because those are typically the, the things that they're looking for. You know, that's the common stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, and my yeah. shit was hurting. Now, I had the scan in March 8th, the CT scan with contrast. That mm-hmm. was before this started hurting by about five days. After I had that scan, this shit started hurting. I had the scan because my lymph nodes on my neck were swollen up. And I keep telling the doctors that. That scan was before my shit started hurting. But my doctor and my and the ear, nose, throat doctor said, it don't matter. In five days, something would have been there already. We would have seen it. Do you see their point? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. He said, yeah, 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 yeah. I see their yeah. point. But in my mind, since I'm still having all this shit, I really want to just go back and tell them, do this shit again. But again, I don't want it again because I think that's what screwed me up. But in their defense, and I mean, I would kind of agree with it too when I'm troubleshooting something. But if I couldn't come to my to a resolve, what would you do? You had a scan. The guy says his shit started hurting five days later. You would assume any tumor, mass, anything would have start shown up. Yeah, it would have already been. Yeah. So I mean, I would too. Okay, but then they do that. Then you go have an ENT scope. You like three times nothing. They go down into your esophagus, all over your stomach with a scope and a camera. Nothing. Okay. After that, so if I was a troubleshooting an ejection seat or a copier machine, you know what I would do next. I'd say do the scan again. You got to. With all the blood work, all the labs. What wouldn't you? I mean in their defense. uh, I mean I don't think I think the chances are low that I got cancer or something in my esophagus. They would have seen it, wouldn't you? Yeah, I agree with that premise, yes. And most people that come and get have esophageal cancer, by the time they come, it's usually stage four because it doesn't have to cause pain. Mm-hmm. When it starts causing pain, it's already too late. That's what I've been reading. It's already like the worst stage. Most people, when it's found, unless it's found accidentally with another scan or doing something else and they discover it, usually people that come in there with it, it's already stage four because it doesn't cause problems until it's advanced. 
So in my case, they would have seen that shit, wouldn't they? Yeah. Yeah. So the only alternative, and think what they can't see, what I've been thinking, what can't they see with their camera? Muscle and nerve. With their camera, their scope, he can't see a muscle or a nerve. Mm-hmm. He couldn't see that if that's not working right or that's got a problem. Correct? They yeah. even told me. I mean, he told me. The gastro said, you know, if it's a muscle problem, I couldn't tell that. I just look in there and see there's no damage. You don't have Barrett's esophagus. You don't have no masses. You don't have no scarring. You don't have no nothing. But a muscle issue, I could. he couldn't tell. Mm-hmm. Now, you can look at the MRI and a CT scan and see if there's muscle or nerve damage. You could see the coating on the nerve is damaged, or you could see... Sit, uh, things growing on the nerves. Mine, I had those. Nothing. My brain, my spine, which was part of my neck, they showed nothing wrong with the nerves, or from what they can see. So evidently, some bitch just ain't working right. Or I just got acid going up into my damn back of my throat 24/7, and somehow that's unrelated to my muscle twitching in my legs. Yeah. The bottom of my feet, dude. They'll just start hurting. It's it's weird. It's like a, you ever had a cramp in your hand, like by your thumb. Yeah. Yeah. Like you turn a screwdriver too much. Mm-hmm. That's what the bottom of my feet are. And it's not all the time. It's like three or four times a day. It might be the right foot. And then an hour later, it might be the left. Then it's my fucking hand under my thumb. Then it's my right forearm. But you tell doctors all that. They don't want to hear a bunch of symptoms. It confuses them. Bottom of my chin's always numb. Well, not always. Comes and goes. Get this fucking headache, man. It's kind of like a smoking pot headache when you was a kid. You remember you smoked pot one of the first time yeah. you smoked it? You know how your head started hurting? Yeah. Like around your ears, all the way around? It's like a fluid yeah. filling in your skull. It's bottom. That's the way I get that damn headache. It'll come and go. Right now, I ain't got it. Only ain't hurting now is my damn throat. My voice box isn't hurting lately. For the past few months, it was my voice. Like if I was talking, I'd been doing. I would have been coughing up. Or the last few days, my voice has been fine. It's just up in my nasal area and down in my between your collarbone. When you stick your finger in that yeah. soft spot. Yeah. And I don't know, man, if it's my, you know, all these labs I had done. Really, the only thing that shows wrong was my low vitamin D, which it wasn't really that low. 30 is the low. Mine was at 24, but you don't know. We don't. You don't know what mine was. I might have been in the 60s before. Mm-hmm. My whole life, I might have been normal 60s. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So 24 is really low, but we know you don't know where I used to be. Maybe I was. Maybe I was 60s. And I've been living for five years and it's with low. It's caused these problems with my legs. Maybe it's caused problems. Hey, is, it, the, is, it still, is it still helping though? Some of that? Yeah, it got rid of a lot. Of, yeah, it's got rid of a lot of stuff that I've been dealing with. Uh, like in 2013, I probably told you this a hundred times, but I started noticing my left calf was starting to burn. We, I was driving to Chicago. Ryan was graduating for the Navy thing. Mm-hmm. My left calf felt like it was burning when I was driving in the car. And then it would feel like you put your calf up against a chair or something. Like you sit with your calf up against something. Yeah. And you did that for a long time. That's how it was feeling. So I went to the thing. And then by the time I came back, it went from being like that. To what I call like bubble popping all over my calves. Like you pour soda, Sprite in a glass, you know all them bubbles coming yeah. up? 
It's the way my calf feel like, like all up, just bubble popping all over. Now I more like consider it nerves activating, okay, on your muscles. You have a whole bunch of nerves, you know, and they activate the muscle. Well, to me, you know, to me, that's what's going on. It's firing even when it ain't supposed to be. Or it's firing, and there, or it's firing, and there's no response or something. So that goes on and on and on. Well, 2013, 2014, I'd go to the doctor. Go to the doctor. They sent me for ultrasounds. They sent me for all kinds of shit. Blood clot, checking for blood flow, all kinds of shit. And then, in, so it's like two, two and a half years. They would come and go, but it was weekly. And then, like, the end of 2014, 2015, I, I really haven't, rarely know, I rarely have it. Kind of went away. You know, I might get it once a month. But then in uh, this June, well after all this started, after I saw the allergy doctor, started, I started getting it, and it's pretty much nonstop. When you're standing up walking, you don't you don't feel it. If you're standing up, you don't feel it. If the only time you feel it's when you sit down or you lay down. <clears throat> but anyway, as far as your answer to your question, I had so in 2000 about 2015, I was walking through the store Menards, and I started noticing the top part of my back felt like a bunch of bugs crawling under my skin. And it would go away, and it would come back about twice a day. So since for like the last four years, it would come and go two or three times a day. And in the last year or eight months, it was pretty much steady and almost all day. It was really irritating, man. And the last six months or so, or actually the last yeah, four to six months, my muscles would just start. You know how you get a cut and it's and it's healed? Yeah. But when it's when it's healing, if you touch, it's kind of a sore feeling. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I would just get one of those anywhere on my arm, that feeling, even though there's nothing there. And I'd go to rub on it, it'd be gone. And then it'd be on my thigh. And then I'd get it on my back. And then I'd get one on my foot. So all that shit was going on for the last four months. And then if I would stand up, my upper left back would get spasmed. Just a muscle would get so tight, it's agony, man. That shit was last. That shit might last two hours. It might last twenty minutes. Vitamin D eliminated those. I haven't had that since I started taking them. Haven't had those feelings like I've sores on my body since I started taking them. I had a lot of depression, really struggling and mental problems that I have really kind of regained that. I still have some because you know I got this shit I'm fighting with. But I was in bad shape mentally, dude. And that vitamin D is what was doing that, I think. Low. It's ca- it's fixed a lot of shit, but it hasn't. It, it, it didn't have nothing to do with this neck problem. Mm-hmm. Now, like the bottom of my feet will just start hurting. That twitching is now in the bottom of my feet, with my up into my thighs. And it hasn't been bad today, actually. It's actually been pretty good. I've tried, I quit drinking soda four years ago, caffeine. Remember when I was at your house, what, two years ago? I was yeah. hobbling around, my left foot was hurting. Yeah. My left, I thought I had plantar fasciitis. Yeah. Well, when I got back, when I got back from your house, Maybe a that was probably April or May, right? In like October of that year, I was still hobbling around with that shit. Sore as hell. Left side of my foot. Well, I caught a bad cold. And my throat was hurting and shit. So I quit. So I didn't want to chew tobacco. It was like two years ago. I didn't want to chew. Might have been three years ago. So I noticed after about three days of that shit, my, my throat and coughing and shit, my foot quit hurting. So I started feeling better with my throat and put a dip in. Dude, not 20 minutes later, my foot started hurting. So I quit chewing after about two days. About about a day after I quit chewing, my foot quit hurting. 
I quit chewing for about probably two months. I was like, man, I'm going to chew. I'm going to stop at the gas station and get some chew. I stopped and got chewed. Before I got home, my foot was hurting. Mm. I quit. Went to your house, bought that shit. Didn't. When I was smoking those cigarettes with you, by the time I left, my foot was starting to hurt. So I don't, and you, if I tell, I've told the doctors and they just look at you like you're crazy, man. If I would go chew right now, that shit would hurt my foot. Foot be tore up. Tore up. You saw me hobbling around. Yeah. Feels like an infected muscle or tendon, man. But something to do with that nicotine or that something. But yeah, that vitamin D, man, you need to. You know, I, let me tell you something. Next time you go get your labs, you insist they do check your vitamin D and your B12. And they're going to tell you they don't normally do it. You have to you do it. Because if nothing else, you have a baseline for later in your life. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because a lot of, and I've been reading a lot, and a lot of people get, a lot of people get, diagnosed with MS and they only ha- actually have a B12 deficiency and they'll be taking MS meds for years before it, they, it gets found out. Some people never get found out. They think they got MS and they got a B12 deficiency. Mm-hmm. It's suspected that 30, I think it's 30% of everybody that's suspected to have MS actually has a B12 deficiency, not MS. So three out of ten people that's told they got it, they don't have it. Yeah. So you should insist you get B12 and your vitamin D checked. And you know why vitamin D is really, it's not a vitamin. Not a vitamin. A vitamin is something that you take in orally and your body uses it. Mm Mm-hmm. Breaks it down. Vitamin D it was missed was missed uh, whatever you want to call it. They place it as a vitamin. It's not a it's a hormone. Because you only way you get vitamin D is from the sun. Yes, you can get it from food, which I'll tell you about in a second. But you you get it, it's soaked through your skin and your body breaks it down and uses it. It's a hormone. You can get it from Meat, red meats, but the amount you're getting isn't enough to keep you on vitamin D levels normal. You do get it from from eating meats. You cannot get it from vegetables. Vegetables do have vitamin D in them, but it's the wrong kind of vitamin D, and your body doesn't won't use it properly. So it's really a hormone, and you can only get it from getting from the sun. And you could have a deficiency where your body just can't break it down. So you're out in the sun all day. You could be out in the sun and getting enough sun. But your body doesn't break it down correctly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if I was you, man, I would get my vitamin D checked. And my B12. I love the way you have a baseline. Because mine was 24. We don't know. Hell, I think 30 to... 80 is the norm range, if I remember right. Mine was 24. Normally, I might be 55 my whole life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 60. Because if, if you're at 30, really 24, they wouldn't even care. Because any lab work you get, I just learned this on my own, they won't tell you. Because you wonder, okay, my, my uh, lipase that's checking for your pancreas, my lipase was 126 on one lab I had. Last year, the range is like 30 to 80. Mine was 126, but nobody said shit to me. The reason is they don't care any of your numbers unless they're 30% over the, the or below the, the range. The, the range. So if it's, yeah. yeah, 30% over they consider to be that's a problem. So if it's like the range is 100 and you're at 120, they're never going to say nothing. They don't care. Unless you got issues like I got on on and other labs, your ANA, other shit that they tested you for is is kind of whacked up too. Then they'll 
put them all together. But my doctor won't because he's they don't they're a moron. Your doctor won't. Your family practice doctor they won't fucking know. No. No, they don't know, man. No, they wouldn't put together my life pace is high, my billy's high, my uh, ANA is low. So, hey, that might I got liver damage. This guy's got liver damage, maybe. Or this guy's got this. He could have this. Let's go send him for that. No. The only thing they're going to know is if your damn cholesterol is high or, or your uh, glucose levels are off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> On the right. other hand, I'm not sure that they'd even know that because I'm not sure I don't have I don't I'm not sure I don't have a glucose problem. Cuz these symptoms with my legs, that's one of the symptoms of diabetic. First symptoms. Twitching in your legs, uncon- you know, neuropathy. Cold feet, cold toes. My toes been cold for 2 years. But when they test my shit, it's always within the range. But two years ago, I had labs done, and my glucose come back to be like 120, 126. Well, the range was like 30 to 90 or something. I think it was 30 to 90. Mine was 126, and they didn't say nothing. Well, I had the I had just eaten a big breakfast all vegetables all fruits i mean bunch i think i ate like two oranges i remember going that day and i didn't fast so that number would be about anything below 140 without fasting is good you're okay well i was 126 i had just ate an hour before that man a bunch of fruits so i didn't think so i looked it up and it said 149 fast so you're all right so then since all this been going on in June, I had labs, and they checked my glucose, and the same thing. I did not, I did eat right before I went over there. Maybe an hour before I did those labs, I had eaten a big breakfast. I don't remember what I ate that day, whether it was meats or what, but I remember I ate because I remember thinking, oh, damn, I forgot I had labs, but they didn't tell me to fast. But I remember thinking that I had labs I shouldn't have ate. My glucose was like 38 or I don't remember the range, but it was like at the low end, barely above low, and I had just mm-hmm. eaten. Then I got labs again done in early August for this other shit, and they checked my glucose. Again, I had just eaten because I remember I was at work talking to the secretary, telling her I got to go over and get labs. After I eat, I'm going to go get, after lunch, I'm going to go get labs. She said, are you supposed to fast? I said, no, they didn't say. So I went to lunch. I went directly to got my labs. And again, when the results come back, my glucose was barely above the normal range. And I had just eaten. To me, it should have been up a lot higher. Yeah, you think so. I'm not sure. But I don't know how that would mess up my throat and neck. That probably wouldn't. Mm. I don't know, man. Like right now, I've been talking my damn... Shit hurts. I don't know where to go. I got so many labs, man. And the only thing that's not normal on them was my vitamin D. And really, that's not that bad. It was 24. But that's the bad news. The bad shit that people get there's there's no there's no markers in labs man they gotta rule out other shit you know what i'm saying yeah the als ms uh, a lot of these a lot of these immune system disorders there's no they just gotta look at some labs 
look at what how you are what's going on how you're acting what's going and then they rule out other shit and then they say you got this so that's what i'm worried about because you know if it was something easy they'd seen it right yeah yeah Yeah, they would have already found the, the simple stuff. Yeah, I agree, man. I agree. <clears throat> and I think that, you know, that's kind of what's the good thing about the Mayo is typically when people go there, it's the hard stuff right it's not the simple stuff people can find otherwise you wouldn't be there you know what i'm saying yeah for the most part anyway yeah my doctors all want me to believe that anxiety and uh well DNT says he thinks it's acid reflux, and he, he don't care what they say. The gastro, he said, I got to go see gastro. He said, talk to them about it. He says, he, the way he sees it is acid reflux. The allergy doctor, he thinks it's an autoimmune disorder, but he don't know which one or what. The hematologist, he wrote in his report, he suspects an autoimmune disorder, but he doesn't know which one. And they always write at the end of the report, clinical clinical referral. That just means keep watching it. The hematologist wrote in there, suspected immune disorder, because I have a little platelet count. And yeah. they'll go up and down. Over the years, it'll be like from one, 164 all the way down to 112, 120, 144, 124. Every time I test, it's up and down while he wrote in his report. The way that goes up and down, he suspects I got immune disorder attacking my own platelets. So basically, when I come across some type of virus or bacteria, my body starts to fight it. At the same time, it fights my platelets. It confuses my platelets for that that, that virus or that bacteria. So it starts killing my own platelets yeah. off. He says he suspects that clinical referral means just keep watching, keep testing. He doesn't know why. It's frustrating, man. Because, you know, you sit around and you start thinking, man, okay. I used to be I used to be a pretty positive person about that kind of shit. But after a while, Bruce, you start just thinking negative. You know what I'm saying about it? Mm-hmm. A year's worth of that shit. Really, it's been going on a year more. It's been going on since like 2014. The neck problem wasn't there. But I think it's all associated because in like 2013, 2014, I started having problems with my 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 tank, my perineum, my butt starts hurting, pain in my gut. I started getting colonoscopies. I started getting all kinds <coughs> of shit, and then it go away for a few a year, six months, and then it's a comeback. Butt hurt again, prostate area hurting again. Every year, two or three times a year, it's a cycle. That's how this. That's how I ended up getting this shit started. This off. What started. up? What's going on? Josh, man, what are you into? You gonna win? Me? Yeah. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna win. Hell, I. I was dominating after Thursday night. Of course, I'm gonna win. Dominating? You only got 148 points on the whole day, Josh. Dominated. Dominated my opponent. You did, but you suck. 148 points, and you're gonna win. I got two more guys to go. Oh, they're playing right now. Yes, sir. Oh yeah, you got a couple guys. Yeah, you'll make 180. Yeah, I got a wide receiver and a running back. Good shape, Bubba. Good shape. Don't matter. A win is a win. A W. That's all matters. Three and one. Bruce, what's your record, Bubba? One and two, Josh. What are you going to be after this week? I don't know. I can still pull it out, but 
probably you can still three. pull what out? Your pecker? Yeah, that too. <laughs> you thumbing your bag? You ain't, you ain't thumbing no wind this week. I can tell you that. I'm way down like down about thirty points. I got three people left. And he's got Jared Cup. By your team produces. Yeah, ain't no doubt about that. Got you what seven points this week? Seven. He had a bye week today, Josh. You, wait a minute. If you can't get a W with the guy putting up 40 and 46, I mean, how are you going to get a W with seven? When your opponent stinks it up, that's how. Oh, oh. Cavs stinking it up, huh? Laying, a, laying an egg, is he? All in wide receivers well, he, he got. They lay golden eggs or what? He ain't setting the world on fire, that's for sure. Yes, sir. I ain't looked at the scores in a while, but he'll probably win. Oh, boy. Tell you what, Bruce. You should have seen the football game I just watched. You should have seen the football game I just watched, Bubba. Oh, my God. It was Pee Wee's versus men's, what it looked like. We took one on the chin tonight, boy. Big time. Oh, yeah. Took one on the chin. Oh, yeah. Them boys from Danville, them corn-fed boys down there laid the lumber on Hurricane. 44 to dude, 12. Dude, listen to this, man. The biggest, one of the greatest games, basketball games I ever played was against Danville. Listen to this, man. I was, we was in the, I was in the seventh grade, but I played on the eighth, eighth grade team. So we went to Danville for a tournament. We had to sleep there. We had to get to the motel and shit. It was a big deal, man. Dan, the team at Danville about, was supposed to be the shit, man. You're talking about Danville, Kentucky, ain't you? Yeah, Danville, Kentucky. You're not talking, talking about, about Danville, Danville, Kentucky? West Virginia. Oh, yeah, I'm talking about Danville, Kentucky. I'll go ahead and tell the story. So we had to get yeah, a motel, man. It was a big deal, right? Big tournament, man. And... uh Danville was the it was their tournament. So, of course, most of the teams there, you know, they wasn't gonna be, beat them they ain't gonna bring in massel in ohio and shit in their own hometown you know what i'm saying yeah so uh we go in there and, and the first round we beat the team it was a pretty easy team the second round the team we were supposed to play was supposed to be the team the rival of the, of the danville you know these two teams were supposed to be going to be playing each other in championship so we lit them up, dude. I remember I didn't even I didn't start that game, but I remember the coach put me in like right after the tip. And I, Bruce, and you guys might know the feeling, man. But I got put in that game, and I and if we had lost that game, we would have had to get on that bus and ride like five hours. And I did not want to ride that down. I wanted to go to a motel room. So all I remember is him putting putting me in that game. And I'm not talking because it's a long time. I'm talking the next day. All I could remember was me get putting in that game and right after I got put in there I got a rebound and that's all I remember the whole game. It was like I blacked out. But then I remember after the game walking to the motel from the parking lot and everybody was all around me talking about how great I was. I scored like twenty four and like twelve rebounds. I lit it up, but I don't remember a damn thing about it, man. I like blacked out. I was just like in some zone, man. And then the next day we played Danville, dude, they had some, like you just said, they was men. They was dunking out there on warm-ups. <laughs> beat the ass off of you, didn't they? Yeah, they beat our ass. But <laughs> I got so pissed off, I know it was the third quarter, because the referee and one of their players at halftime when we came out was having a dunk contest between each other. The referee and one of their players was like doing a dunk contest while he's warming up. So I know it was third quarter. They was full court and pressuring us. And I went to take the ball. And I was getting tired of this goofy bastard. He's about six, seven, had these glasses, like Coke bottle glasses. Dude, he was all over. He was out of bounds with me, man. Illegal as hell. Arms and shit wouldn't let us get the ball in. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I don't mean he's supposed to let us, but he's got to be back, right? He can't be out of yeah. bounds with you. Got to give you so space. I got tired of that shit. And, and I noticed when I would like fake 
up, his arms would go out, and his face would come forward. So I said, I had enough of this shit. So he faked up, and I ran back like a baseball pass and hit him right in the face. Right, his glasses <laughs> went. <laughs> his glasses went flying everywhere. Pieces to him. <laughs> Pieces went flying. Glasses. Damn, sliding out to mid court, and he hit the ground like somebody shot him with a cannon. And the, the referee grabbed me and like jerked me around towards the basket. Man, gave me a technical, took me to the towards the locker room. <laughs> 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 We got our ass beat. Yeah. You gave him a shot, though, didn't you? Dude, I broke his <laughs> nose, I think. <laughs> oh, and I didn't get it. And after the tournament, they was giving out uh, those medals for all tournament play. I should have got one, man. Everybody says I should have got one. I didn't get one probably because I broke his nose. <laughs> Bad sportsmanship. That Dude, the guy's standing out of bounds. That's illegal, man. The referee wouldn't call it. <laughs> Hell, the score was already like, I don't remember the score. We was already losing by 20 points or 30 in the third quarter, and they're still pressuring like that. It pissed me off. Broke his nose <laughs> and his glasses. <laughs> hey, Bruce. You could probably confirm that that is probably a 150% true story with the way that guy throws remotes after he gets beaten in uh, video games, huh? I don't throw remotes. I throw controllers. (laughs) You throw a heater. (laughs) Oh, shit. Josh, I used to stand in. I was dirty, man. I used to stand in a. You know how you line up to take an out-of-bounds play? A lot of times you line up like a straight line. You got plays yeah. where people go left. And I used to stand there and grab a hold of the guy guarding me, the hair on his leg, man, and pull the shit out of it. I'd pull the <laughs> hair out of his leg. <laughs> and, of course, they don't like that shit. So, hey, Bruce, who? The ahead. next time you line up to do it and you go to grab him, you know what they're going to do? They're always going to push you with their arm. They're always going to push you away. And you know what I do? You flop. So you end up falling on the ground, sliding out the center court, and that referee always calls a foul on them. (laughs) (laughs) Every time. Who was it, Bruce, back in in your basketball days at St. Albans when uh, playing defense and smacking people in the balls and stuff? Dusty Hershey. Dusty, yeah, that's right. Little Dusty, little scrapper. Dude, I was he'd scrapper, play defense. Man. He'd guard, he'd guard his guy. He'd be all squatted down, butt down near the floor, squat his knees and stuff, and he'd be smacking up people in the balls. <laughs> They're dribbling yeah. the ball down the floor. I was a, I was a nosebreaker with the ball, man. Guy guard me too. I hit him in the face with it. In practice, I got the coach got pissed, man. This dude, man, he's like four string on our team. It's like I'm like so pissed. Why are you guarding me so hard? What I, you know, I was thinking, dude, you're not gonna get in a game. We're trying to run this play. Why are you guarding me so hard? He's trying to make you better. I was like 16, Josh. So, so I'm thinking, why is this guy wanting to? What's he trying to prove? I'm gonna start the game when we play. <clears throat> He's not gonna get in a game. So why don't he just back off? So I ended up breaking his nose with the ball. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Fine. What's the game looking like? Evening <clears throat> game. game. I'm beat. Hey, I'm, excited. I'm about to go to bed. I can't watch it. Me too. <clears throat> I'm going bad, man. What's the score? Seven nothing, I guess. Three nothing, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh ain't playing. Dallas and Saints. Or not Pittsburgh, Cincinnati. Speaking Dallas. of that, next week I won't be doing no radios. I'll be in out of town and at the game on Sunday. What game? I'm going to the Bengals and Cardinals game in Cincinnati. Oh yes, sir. Be down in Natty, huh? Yeah. 
I might I might set up a show. You guys can call in. I don't know how that works unless they changed it. Uh, All right, I'm going to bed. Good luck, fellas. Yeah, see you, man. See you. Later, bro. Are you done? I'm getting ready to go, man. What was your kids got their ass beat? Oh, dude, they got their ass kicked tonight. 44 to 12. Beat down. They's down 14 nothing in about three plays. Nobody cares, really, do they? Yeah. They thought they cared. They didn't care after that ass stomping. All right, I'm going to check scores, get my butt to the house, get a shower. I'll holler at you, buddy. All right, see you, man. See you, brother. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.